Well, today I want to continue our, I think, really timely series that's called God Cares, because God really does care about the difficult times that we're all really going through. So today I want to talk with you about how to defeat the fear that seems to rise up within us in times like this. Sometimes a fear that's kind of debilitating, a fear that's kind of disabling at times. How do we deal with that kind of fear right here and right now? Now, a lot of times when hard times hit, a lot of church families just isolate. A lot of church families just quit worshiping Jesus. A lot of church families just quit serving Jesus. And some do that because they begin to let fear rise up within them and reign within them instead of letting Jesus reign within them. They begin to listen to the fears that's coming into their hearts and their minds instead of listening to Jesus. And therefore, they isolate and they halt all efforts to worship Jesus and share Jesus and serve Jesus in times like this. But I want you to know this morning, here at Canyon Hills, even though we are presently limited, we are not deactivated. We are not deactivated. No, we're going we're gonna to just keep on going on and rolling on and doing all that we can do, safely, of course, to share Jesus, worship Jesus, and serve Jesus, and care for others in the name of Jesus Christ. And all of God's church said, amen. Amen. Maybe write that on YouTube. Write that on your Facebook. Just say, amen. Let me know that you agree. Now, we all know that this virus crisis is unprecedented in our time. We, we all know that we've never had a crisis on this scale that impacts our health, impacts our jobs, our income, our schools. So I am not in any way making light of this virus crisis. In fact, I have never personally seen our nation and our world so impacted so greatly all at the same time. I've never personally seen our nation and our world so full of fear all at the same time. Even though we know that this virus will not last, even though that we know this is just another kind of valley through which we must pass, and yet fear is rising in people's hearts and minds and it's disabling them from living the life that Jesus has called them to live for him. So today, I want us to focus on some things to remember. Some things to remember during a time like this. Because if you remember and focus on these things that I want to share with you today, you can defeat fear that tends to rise up in your heart and, and in your mind in a time like this. And then you can go out and help others to defeat fear that's rising up in their hearts and in their minds during a time like this. So here are four things, four different things that I want you to remember and focus on during this time. First of all, remember that God loves you. God loves you. Remember that. In the days ahead, focus your life not on what is changing, but on those things that are unchanging. 
And one thing that is unchanging is God's deep and never, ever ending love for you. Remember that God loves you. The Bible says it this way, the love of the Lord remains forever with those who fear him. I want you to remember that, focus on that. God Almighty who created you loves you. The Bible goes on and also says this, nothing, no virus, nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate us, here it is, from God's love. Folks, things will change. Things will happen, but God's love for you will never, ever change. It's constant. You may remember after Hurricane Katrina hit the southern states, man, did things change. You may remember when terrorists struck on 9-11. Things really changed. After the fire raced through our city right here in Yorba Linda, things changed. But folks, there will be crises there will be changes all the time, but God's love for you will never change. Listen, he's your father. You are his child, and he loves you more than you can imagine. So the key to stability during times like this, the key to defeating fear during times of change like this is to focus on the unchangeable truth when things around you are ever changing. So what are some truths that are unchanging? What are some truths that are constant in times of change? I I wanna just mention a few. Here are a few. First of all, God always sees you. He always sees you. He sees exactly what you are going through, and he cares about it. Secondly, that's the next one. God always cares about you. No matter what you've done, no matter how you failed him, he still cares for you. Unchangeable truth. Next, God always makes his power available to you. He will empower you. He will even carry you through tough times, difficult times. Next, God always has good plans for you. (laughs) Now, right now, you may not see them coming, but they're coming. He's got good plans for you. Next, God always has an eternal plan for you. He has a home in heaven plan for you. He says, I'm going to prepare a place for you. So to to defeat fear, focus on these unchanging truths during changing times. Go back and read them and listen to them. Let God speak to you about his unchanging love for you. During these difficult times, first, remember that God loves you. And then next, remember that God walks with you. He's walking with you. No matter what you're having to walk through right now, God is walking alongside you as you walk through it. He's with you. There's not one second, think about this, there's not one second when you are all alone. Never, ever. If you have Christ Jesus in your life as your Savior and your Lord, there's not one second that you are alone. The Bible says this, 
when you go through deep waters, I will be with who? With you. When you pass through the rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned up. It will not consume you. Maybe you need to remember that. Maybe you need to focus on that today. Maybe you need to turn off the TV. Maybe you need to turn off the internet and start focusing on your God who is walking with you through everything you're going through today. You might be in a river of difficulty right now, but he says you won't drown. You might be walking through some really hot, fiery times right now, but he's saying you will not be burned up. You will not be consumed. I am with you. I am walking with you. During these difficult times, remember, first, God loves you. Remember that God is walking with you. And then next, remember that God has more for you. Remember this. This is not the end of your story. Sometimes when we hit difficult times like this, we say, man, it's all over. The world's going to end. It's all over. I'm done. But this is not the end of your story. There is more to your story. Take a look at this. The Bible says this. We often suffer, but we're never completely crushed. And even when we don't know what to do, we never give up. In times of trouble, God is with us. And then it goes on and it says, and when we're knocked down, what do we do? We get up again because we know that God raised the Lord back to life, and just as he raised Jesus, he will also raise us back to life and will bring us into his presence together. So listen really close. That means that no matter what difficult times send, you still win in the end. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that again. No matter what a difficult time sends, you will win in the end that no matter what a difficult time might remove, you can't lose. Remember that. Think about that. Listen, folks, even if the virus took my life, I still win in the end. Amen? I go straight into the presence of God, my loving Father. Even if the virus took my life, I still win in the end. It would not be the end of my story. It would not be the end of my eternal story. This past week, I was privileged to share at a memorial service. And in that service, I shared something that the Lord brought to my mind that I'd never shared anywhere else before. I shared that in most songs, there's a verse and there's a chorus. Then there's a verse and there's a chorus. And in some songs, then there is what we call a bridge. And that bridge is totally different than the verse and the chorus that came before it. But after the bridge, what we need to understand, after the bridge, the song is never over. The song still goes on. And it's the same for everyone who is a Christian, for everyone who's invited Jesus Christ into their life as Savior and Lord. It is the same for everyone who has invited him into their lives. When their lives on earth end, their song goes on. It's different. They've walked a bridge, but their song goes on. Instead, they've experienced the bridge in the song of their lives. They've walked across the bridge from earth 
to heaven. And there in the presence of their Savior and Lord Jesus, their song goes on. Their lives go on in the presence of Jesus. God has, listen, more for them. And I want to say to you this morning, God has more for you. He has more for you. There's more to your story. There's more to your song. He has more for you. And God has more, listen, and the scripture tells us this. He has more than any eye has ever seen. He has more than any ear has ever heard. He has more for you than any mind has ever imagined. He has so much more for you in heaven. And I get excited when I think about that. Can you write amen on Facebook or YouTube if you agree? Amen, church. You can live with hope in the middle of this crisis. You can live with hope in the middle of any crisis because no matter what happens, it's not the end of your story. It's not the end of your song. And in heaven, listen, the scripture tells us this. In heaven, all of your pain, all of your sickness, all of your sorrow, all of your sadness, all of your stress, all of your grief will end. No more. All of that earthly stuff will end. But you, <laughs> you won't end. Your song goes on. The Bible says this, in heaven, then God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There'll be no more death. There'll be no more mourning and no more crying and no more pain for the old order of things, those earthly things that we're experiencing now, those things will pass away. Listen, God has more for you. God has better things coming to you. This is not the end of your story. This is not the end of your song. During these difficult times, remember these things. Focus on these things. Remember, God loves you. Remember that God walks with you. Remember that God has more for you, no matter what happens. And last this morning, remember that God has a job for you. Listen, folks, God doesn't want to only take you through this crisis. God doesn't want to only protect you in this crisis. God wants to use you in this crisis. God wants you to move into the lives of those who are hurting. He wants you to move into the lives of those that are gripped with fear right now. He wants you to move into the lives of those who are experiencing loss. And, and there, God wants you to show the love of Jesus by serving them, by helping them in any way that you can. Now, historically, Christians have always moved in to the pain when everybody else has moved out. Christians have been known about moving in and helping when everybody else disappears. You know, thousands of years ago, there was another virus. There was a virus called the bubonic plague that ran through the entire Roman Empire. And they didn't have any scientific tools like we have today. 
And during that plague, millions and millions of people were dying in the cities. Literally millions were dying in the cities. So people began fleeing the cities, thinking that the cities were causing the plague. But what did the Christians do? They actually moved into the cities and began taking care of the sick. And that's how the Roman Empire was converted to Christ Jesus, by the acts of love that the Christians showed. The Roman Empire looked at the Christians and said, see how they love? And that's in that environment that we, the church, listen, in that environment, we, the church, created the first hospitals. The hospital wasn't invented by the government. The hospitals around the world, around the nation, were invented by the church. And just as Christians moved into the plague that was annihilating that Roman empire, God wants to use us, you and me, to move into people's lives and show them the love of God by helping them during this virus crisis. Now, God's not going to call us to be foolish. He's not going to call us to be rash but to simply respond in love and to care for people when we see a need. So what can we, the church of Jesus Christ, do during a time like this, during a crisis like this? Just, we can start with some simple things. How about just checking in on people? How about just dialing up people and calling some people? How about texting some people? How about emailing some people, just checking in on them, making sure that they have what they need and they're doing okay? You know, we could even write a note and snail mail it to some people and give them some encouragement, give them a verse of Scripture to to encourage them. We could Zoom people. We've learned that. We can Skype people. We can do a DoorDash and drop off a meal to people in need. I mean, we can get groceries for somebody that's, that's over 65, <laughs> hey, folks, that's me, pizza, okay? Mushroom, Canadian bacon, olives, I'm up, okay? Just kidding. But we can do all kinds of things today to encourage and show God's love to people. God will bring some good things out of this crisis, but God wants to use you to do some of those good things in this crisis, to move into people's lives and make a difference and show the love of Christ. Now, I've been your pastor for 30 years, and we've been through a lot of crises together. And yet I want to share with you, this one does not threaten me. This one does not scare me. This one does not make me nervous. We're going to go through this virus crisis like we've come through everything else. Yes, it's going to have some incredibly negative impact, but we're going to go through this. God is on the throne. We're not alone. And yet, God wants to use you during this time to help others understand that this earth is not their final home, that they are just passing through to an eternal home. God wants to use you to help others understand that heaven can be their eternal home. Folks, this is an opportunity to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ in our community. This is an opportunity to share the gift of Jesus with our community. This is an opportunity to show the love of Jesus to our community. Jesus says this, look at this, your love. Whose love? 
your love for each other will show the world that you are my disciples. So church, listen, it's not time to isolate. It's not time for the church of Jesus Christ to let fear escalate. It's not time for the church of Jesus Christ to deactivate. It is time for the church of Jesus Christ to keep running the race, running the race. Paul said it this way. Paul was going through all kinds of hard things, all kinds of crises, and what did he say? He said, I press on. (laughs) I press on to do what? To reach the end of the race and do what? And receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling me. Folks, it's time to press on. It's time for the church of Jesus Christ to read the word of God like never before. It's time for the church of Jesus Christ to rely on the promises of God like never before. It's time for the church of God to lift their request to God Almighty like never before. It's time for the church of God to ready themselves to better worship God and serve God. It's time to keep running the race. And to do that, you've got to defeat fear. You've got to ready yourself to better worship and serve Jesus Christ even during difficult times and even ever-changing times. So how do you do that? It's by remembering and focusing on four things. Here they are, once again, during these difficult times. (laughs) Remember that God the Father loves you, his child. Remember that God the Father walks with you. You will not be drowning. You will not be consumed by fire. Remember that God has more for you. This earth isn't all there is. Yes, it's tough. Times are changing, but he's got heaven waiting. And remember that God has a job for you. Amen, church. (laughs) All of God's people said, amen. God's got more for you. This morning, as we get ready to close, would you just take a moment to bow your heads wherever you are. Bow your head as I pray this prayer. Father, I ask that you help each person listening today to remember and to focus on these four things that will help them defeat fear during these difficult times. Give them calmness. Give them courage. Give them peace and wisdom in the coming days. I pray in Jesus' name. Now, if you're listening today and you've tuned in and and yet you realize that you've never stepped across the line and you've never given your life to Jesus Christ. And now you realize that you don't want to go through this crisis without God and without the assurance of salvation and the assurance of heaven after you die. If you'd like to come to know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and Lord, I want you to just, right where you are, bow your head And repeat this prayer after me. It goes like this. Lord Jesus, I confess that you are God. I believe that you lived. I believe that you died on a cross to pay for my sins. I believe that you came back to life. And I believe that you cause all who follow you to live again in heaven after they die. So this morning, I opened the door of my heart to you. And I receive you into my heart and life. 
Forgive me of all my sins. And as best as I know how, I'll begin to live for you. We pray this in the name of Jesus Christ. And all of God's people said, amen.